In this episode of Board Game Impact, we're going to be juxtaposing parks with trails. That's right. We're comparing and contrasting two different really cool games about being outside. Uh, so stay tuned for that. Howdy and welcome to another episode of Board Game Impact. As always, my name is Bruce and I'm joined by... This is Josh. And in this episode, we're going to be talking about something rather cool, about going outside and going on adventures through the national parks. Um, and so, Josh, I'm just kind of curious, do you have any like park travel in your future? Are you doing anything lately? Absolutely. I, My wife and I are huge hikers uh love camping backpacking hiking so we are out in colorado and definitely using this summer time to the best of our abilities and getting out there exploring some of the beautiful landscapes that are in our own backyard uh as well as looking at some further afield uh parks uh national parks and and national forests that we're hoping to visit this summer and and start checking off we we we're, we're making a bucket list of places we want to visit over the next couple of years so nice so i actually just was on the east coast visiting family because that's where i'm originally from so we actually went all through the national seashore like we get up every day and go on a nice little walk through the park um which was so cool um and was really nice but then now i'm back in texas and so we were just driving near houston and saw one of the national parks there and saw good old Smokey, uh, Smokey the Bear. Good sign that we're going to be going through some nice, gorgeous territory. Um, and so with that, um, by the way, this is a board game podcast. Um, and so our thing at Board Game Impact is Josh and I both work full-time in higher education. And we're applying our education-based lenses to the benefit of you and your game group. So make sure to hit subscribe if that's of interest to you. And if you are currently driving through some nice national forests, like take pictures with Drive Safe. Um, and so with that josh um these are two pretty gorgeous looking games i'm not trying to spoil the lead here um but essentially parks just for listeners to understand parks came out in 2019 it was a it was really popular um and you might have missed it right um but it's available mass market all the places and then just recently um in 2021 trails has come out which is a much smaller box in the spirit of parks but there might be some slight differences that we're going to talk about um so the thing for everybody to understand is i have personally played trails and josh has played parks um but parks is on my buy list because i definitely do want to check it out and so this is also to help me determine whether to pull the trigger on that or not um so josh can you kind of walk through some of your experience um kind of you you getting to play parks or things like that before we get into like how you play and all that kind of stuff yeah so first and foremost the thing that I, i think really draws a lot of people and myself included into this game is as bruce alluded to this gorgeous artwork and so all of the artwork contained in these two games are done through uh, what is known as the 59 parks series Uh, and these are uh, illustrations done by a variety of artists of interpretive or even scenic overviews from various different national parks uh, around the United States. Obviously, we're 
Bruce and I are U.S. centric here um, for anyone international listening. Um, these are focused uh, purely on U.S. national park systems. Uh, and so, yeah, all of this artwork is absolutely stunning. Um, it's beautiful. Uh, it is all artwork, which you can purchase um, independently. And so I think it's fantastic if you want to, you know, pull out some pieces and that you really really enjoy or if there's a park you have connection to you can always go support the 59 parks print series by by ordering some of their uh posters and things over there um it's a stunning game very very simple and light game um a game that i've been introducing to some non-gamers recently which i've had quite a, a good amount of success with but still has enough depth and complexity that really keeps uh, a hobby board gamer like myself interested and and intrigued and wanting to learn more about the different strategies um, and different cards that are contained within this game yeah and i appreciate that josh and i believe the sales of all the different art actually does benefit the national parks and upkeeping them which is great um but so check in on that but also we wanted to do this episode um, because our last episode was like two hours long which is much longer than normal but that was because we were talking about twilight imperium 4 and also the expansion prophecy of the kings expansion and so this is essentially carbon neutralizing our footprint on that last one right josh now let's talk about parks and getting outside um so we go from a uh eight to twelve hour game to a um usually playable in about an hour or less um for this but also is inspiring taking some cool photos um, in this. And so I'm just going to kind of read some of the descriptions here, um, Josh. And so we're talking about parks first, okay? Um, So in parks, you're going to take on the role of two hikers as they trek through different trails across the four seasons of the year. While on the trail, these hikers will take actions to collect memories of the places they visit by taking pictures. Um, These memories are represented by various resources as well and tokens like mountains, forests. And collecting these memories will allow players to trade them in uh, and cash them in and essentially to do like almost like a where you're trading them in to then get a card with that national park on it so parks cost different resources based on where they are in the world and what they're made up of it's kind of cool um each trail represents a season of the year and each season the trails were changed and grow steady uh, steadily longer and so that's just a brief intro of parks so josh why don't you talk about um kind of what it feels like or kind of what you're doing on your turn yeah so there's some really uh i think nice simple mechanics that that a lot of folks can can pick up on here that i i really enjoy um you know one of the things that i think is quite enjoyable about this game is it has uh a little bit of the uh takedo type of movement um not in terms of turn order but in terms of you can really move as far and as fast as you wish to move your characters uh your your hikers down these different trails uh and so as you lay out at the start of each of the four seasons or rounds uh, of the game you lay out uh these tiles you shuffle them up um, and they come out in different orders and you can move your workers or your hikers down this trail uh, in, in turn order. You Each person takes a turn, moving one of their two hikers to a new location. 
Uh, there are a couple of restrictions about kind of where your hikers can land. Uh, so each player has a campfire that uh, once per season they can utilize to share a space on the trail with another camper. And so uh, it's a way that you can kind of take an action that somebody is already um, covering. Otherwise, you're going to have to move past them or uh, try and move slower to take that spot, hopefully on a future turn. Uh, as you are going, you're going to be collecting, very simply, uh, collecting resources. Uh, and the tile that you land on, generally speaking, is going to give you a resource, maybe more than one resource. Uh, and then you are going to make your way towards the end of the trail, at which point you can either reserve a park. Uh, so if there's a there's a tableau of three parks always available at all times, you can pull one of those and reserve it, blocking your opponents from maybe taking it that turn. Or you could just outright spend the resources to gain that uh, score, that uh, trail or that park for yourself uh, or the third option is you can uh, spend some sun tokens which you'll be collecting throughout the game to purchase some uh, some tools or some upgrades that will allow you to hopefully do more on future turns um, so it's a really very basic move take the resource that you land on and then it's your next player's turn uh, type of mechanics that are very easy, I think, to pick up and learn and very relaxing. Um, I've only played this two player, but it plays very well at two player. I've also I sorry, I take that back. I've played it solo as well, and I enjoyed it both ways, um, though. I'm definitely interested to see how more players would would change this game a little bit. Awesome. And so, Josh, like, what is it? brought out in players like what's it like to play it yeah i think you know the big thing for for us i think is a everyone every time a new card gets flipped over it's like ooh, look at this what is this what is this park um let's look at this let's explore it the the resources that you're spending so the different types of resources you have are water sun mountains forests um and then uh leaves and mountains trees yeah trees, so yeah. so it's trees yeah trees mountains water suns i think that's it yep and then uh animals um so animals serve as a wild resource uh, and there are only a special number of tile a select number of tiles that allow you to gain um animals usually by converting a different resource into a wild uh so yeah that is you know it, it, it's kind of cool the different um cards that come out depicting the different uh you know uh national parks kind of have a, a a lineup there a little bit if there's a if it's a park that has a lot of trees you're gonna need a lot of trees that you've collected in order to score that uh the everglades which is a in florida you know, yeah park in florida where it's a lot of water that requires a lot of water to go and visit the everglades <laughs> uh, so it, it kind of there's a, a kind of neat little um you know 
thematic element there contained within some of those um, pieces. But, you know, a lot of it is it's it's a very peaceful game. It's very relaxing. You don't really feel like you're super, super competitive. Um, I think you could get that way. Uh, but the people that I've played it with, we haven't been super competitive about the different types of things. It feels very, um, oh, you're going for that uh you know, that park, um, you know, that's okay. You can take that. I'm going to go ahead and, and aim for a different park that's out there. Again, that's with a two player count. Maybe it does go up to, uh, five. So mm-hmm. maybe with a, um, you know, three, four player game, you might be a little bit more competitive over those, uh, res- or those cards that you're trying to pull, but overall it feels very enjoyable, very relaxing, um, and, and just kind of having some nice conversations, you know, a lot of conversations about, man, I really want to visit this place. Aww. I would love to see this in person, um, you know, or, you know, people reminiscing, um, you know, man, Sequoia National Park is just so beautiful. I love it. This picture really does it, d- does a really great job capturing, um, you know, the what it feels to be there. Um, so yeah, there's a lot of really just pleasant, fun, nice, light, um, enjoyable. It's it's just a fun thing to kind of do with some friends and not really feel bogged down with a complex rule set. Um, not really feel like you're doing any take that really. Mm. It's just kind of, yeah, having a really nice time. Nice. So... Uh, Trails is rather similar in feel. So I've only played this at two player um, and it's brand new. So we just bought it. We've just been playing it. And there's a lot of spirited things that come from parks and everything Josh just described and the story of it. But it's also very different. And so like what they could have done with this small box is parks is a medium size box. Trails is a much smaller box. It's almost like if you have a bicycle playing card box, make it a little bigger, taller, and about double in width or three times in width. Um, so it's pretty small um, for a very small pr- footprint, um, just like we're trying to do on this episode in terms of uh, making up for last one. Um, but with that, in Trails, Trails, you're exploring iconic sites in the national parks, gathering resources, observing wildlife. Some of that should sound familiar. But here's a new part earning wildlife badges uh, and wilderness badges. And we'll talk about, I'll talk about how that all works. It's the same art, so 59 Parks print series. Um, but what's nice about this one, Josh, you're not actually just going one direction on the park, but you only have one meeple. It's a custom meeple um, that's cut out with like a little like walking uh, stick for like if you're walking in a park. Uh, but you only have one of them, and you're walking back and forth across the park from, park from trailhead to trail end. And then you turn your meeple around and you walk back to the trail head. Um, and so it's cool. You're just kind of traversing it. Um, the difference, one of the big differences with the board setup is that in parks, Josh, you mentioned how you're going to add and add new tiles, right? Um, between seasons. Well, in trails, there are seven tiles. The trail head and the trail end are the same. You'll just use one side or the other depending on player count. But those middle five, middle uh, five, 
they will you'll mix them up and they're gonna it's the same tiles in every game you'll ever play ever um, there's no more added there's no more taken away the difference is that every time when your little custom meeple hikes all the way to the trail end and turns around the sun there's a sun over the trail end and it's going to move one space to the left and there's some markers on top on top of some of these so just know that it's not going to equal like a tile so it's not like seven times it's going to move it's going to move a lot more than that but when it moves off of a tile you flip that tile over to the nighttime side and you're playing until the sun gets all the way back to the trail head that's the timer on the game so every time somebody gets to the trail end the sun moves a little bit closer to the trail head um, and so it's kind of cool to see the game evolve in that way, which would be as if you're hiking actually on some trails. Um, you're going to be out there until it gets real dark. Um, and then it's like, oh, we got to go home. Um, so it's kind of cool that it does that. And you actually see the board start flipping. And so half the board might be in the sun. Half the board might be in nighttime. So you're watching the sunset in a cool way. What's interesting is the nighttime side of each of those tiles is just a better version of the daytime side. So you know all of the mechanics. Now it's just much better for you. So um, instead of the resources that were in parks, in trails, there's only three. There's acorns, rocks, and leaves. Um, that's it. So you've got the brown with the acorns, the rock is this little gray cube, and then the leaf is a little green cube. Where, let's say, on the daytime side, you might get one rock. On the nighttime side, you might get two. Um, so that's how that works. Um, What's interesting, though, is instead of collecting resources to visit a park, you're already at a park, right, Josh? Because you're going on a trail. At the trailhead and the trail end, mm -hmm. there's a deck of merit badges, essentially, and you put two out at each, and you're collecting resources to cash in to get that merit, one of those two merit badges at, that are at the trail end when you get there, and then the trailhead when you get there, and you just keep walking back and forth between these. Uh, collecting the resources. The other difference, Josh, you mentioned about Takedo, and you can go as far as you want in that like stretch. With with trails, you can only go one or two spaces, but you do have a canteen that gets filled up every time you get to the trailhead, so the start, and you can flip the canteen, and that lets you go as far as you want, which includes all the way to the trail end or all the way back if you'd like. Um, but it's essentially a one-time use. And then when you get back to the trailhead, you can refill your canteen because you're back at your vehicle, you're back at the campsite, whatever. It's very thematic in that way. Um, so there's no named parks in this whatsoever. Um, it's really just the art from it. A um, couple other subtle differences are things like um, the photos you take. Um, so you cash in a resource to take a photo, and then the nighttime side, you can just land on that spot and get a photo. And how the photo deck works is there's uh, you draw two, and you pick whichever one you'd like. Um, the other one you put face up in a discard pile. And if the discard pile runs out, you just turn the discard pile upside down so they stay in the same order. And the points on them can range from zero points to three points. But what's interesting is they're all on little like trail signs, like these little red trail signs, like almost like they were knocked into the ground on these little on these art that comes from all these parks and things. Um, but on the signs, there might be little red birds, either zero, one or two birds. And at the end of the game, whoever has seen the most birds on the trail that day 
gets four extra points. And so when I say it's a really good, like the reason we want, like we're inspired to do this is because the two games have some very similar things and they could have just cloned parks and put that into trails, but they took the spirit of parks and made a new game in its honor. That was a more micro if you're interacting within a single park. So now that I've explained that, Josh, I'm kind of curious. Um, and I have an ongoing list, by the way, of like some of the different um, differences that I'm going to recap at the end of this. Um, but I'm kind of curious from your perspective, what do you think of the yeah. everything I just described? Yeah, I think that's really interesting. The the ways in which um, you know this this designer, which I think. Um, I don't know. I need to do some more research. The designer of this, uh, both of these games, is Henry Audubon. Uh, and for folks who are yep. familiar with a lot of parks, uh, that name may ring a bell um, as Audubon uh, is uh, a, a name of a, a very famous um, bird-er, um, I yeah. guess, uh, is, is what you would call that. Um who who is actually responsible for naming a very large per- portion of the uh, birds uh, to natively inhabit uh, the United States and and really the Americas as a whole. Um, so I'd I'd be interested to know if there's any connection there, relationship wise. I'm actively using but the Google machine. It, <laughs> Googling this. Yes. <laughs> so keep going, um, but, and I will find yeah. out. Yeah. So, yeah, I, I, I do think that the, you are correct, Bruce, that he, he has done a very good job here of capturing that feeling without necessarily, and, you know, using some of the same mechanics, right, that move and gather resources and managing resources to collect something uh, that, that's going to give you points at the end of the game. And done a very good job of of taking that feeling, taking those basic mechanics and and creating something new and something fresh, which I really love and appreciate whenever a, a game designer can do that um, and really kind of create a new iteration that that evokes a lot of the same feelings and a lot of the same emotions. There, there's a couple of things I, I do have some questions about, Bruce. Yeah. So one one of them that I found interesting, I keep seeing a picture of a dice for yes. trails. Yes. Now, there are no dice involved in any way, shape, or form with this parks. Cool. Can you yeah. help me understand how that comes into effect here? Yeah, and I apologize for not talking and inviting the bear into the conversation. So in parks, there's all sorts of meeples, right, of like different animals, like a elk and all that kinds of stuff. You get one in this game, and it's a, it's a black bear. Um, and the bear, it's a really cool cutout. He's like walking, and you put it on the middle tile of the thing to start the game. Now, remember, you're starting on the trailhead, so that is three spaces away, and you can only move two, up to two spaces unless you use your canteen. When you go to where the bear is, which is represents just wildlife in general, by the way, um, you get to take the action of that space. In mm-hmm. addition, you get to roll the wildlife die. And as if you remember, I talked about there's five spaces in the middle between the mm. trail head and trail end. So there's six sides of a die. And that sixth one is a picture of the bear. 
And so you roll the die, and the bear is going to move to a different tile, with the exception of if you roll the bear, you can move it to any tile you want, including the one you're on. And so it's essentially when the bear then moves, you get... So if you went to a space with a bear, you roll the die, and let's say it moves to the space where you get an acorn. You get to take the action of where you are, but you also get that acorn. So you're incentivized to go and look at animals. Mm. But also you then are like scaring the animal away, if you think about it. So it's thematic in that. Or you're like took extra care, and you're like, oh, it's going to stay here with me. Um, So you can send it further down the line, but then your opponent can... Um, or your fellow trail walker can walk to that spot and move it someplace else. And so it keeps moving around a lot. And so it really helps you collect the resources, um, but also throws in a little element of, ooh, do I want to try and go track down the wildlife and where it is so I can go take pictures of it, et cetera, quote unquote, is almost like enacting the what it would be like. So that's what that is. Yeah. and And that feels a lot more... I think thematic than than maybe the way that animals are used in the parks, right? Now, one thing I do love about parks, I think is really kind of cool is a, the components are just out of this world for the, the price of these games compared to the component quality, both of them. It's, it's outstanding. Um, It it truly is. Yeah. Cause with Um, parks, you've got, Forty nine ninety nine, right? And it's got game trays, inserts, and all these custom pieces. And trails, it was twenty bucks. Um, so both are very reasonable for what you're getting. Absolutely. Um, and, and so one of the things that that with parks that I really appreciated and loved is you have. I talked about the resources that you have. All of those are nice little wooden chits that are in the shape of that type of resource. So your suns are shaped like suns, your water are shaped like water droplets, but your animals, rather than just having a generic animal, each animal, and I think there's like close to, I'd, I'd guess probably close to 20 um, animal chits in the game, is a unique animal. Every single one of them. There are no duplicates. Uh, so you have a moose, you have a bear, you have a, a wolf, you have a deer, you have an eagle. Um, they're they're really, really cool in, in that way. Um, you know, one of the other things that I, you, you talked about, I, I think this dice, what it kind of mirrors or what it allows you to do is, I didn't really explain how the seasons work uh, in, in parks. And so in parks as you go through and not only are you shuffling up the uh, spaces that you're moving down and adding new ones in but at the start of each season you'll draw a card and it's going to outline the weather pattern of that season Uh, and it's so it may say something like water water sun Mm. and starting at the trailhead going to the trail end you are going to lay that pattern, water, water, sun, water, water, sun, onto the tiles. And so the first person to go there is going to not only collect the resource of the tile they land on, but also whatever tile, uh, whatever resources uh-huh. on top of that tile, um, which allows you to collect some of those waters and suns, which are more 
common in the game. It also allows you to, because you are using two hikers mm-hmm. in parks, I think, you know, using that bear die uh, will will allow you to kind of mitigate your loss of the extra pawn that is allowing you to gather resources as well. So I think that's really, really kind of cool, really neat. Yeah. It's um, kind of cool how the spirit of it still brought out, hey, we want to get more people resources and it's going to happen more frequently, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so I just think it's really cool. Um, and then because you talked about water, water, sun type deal, the fact that the trail starts turning into nighttime, you're going to get a lot more resources as you learn how the game works. Mm-hmm. So then you're just going to be moving faster. So it kind of escalates in a kind of interesting way. Um, so yeah, I'm just I'm what I'm hearing, what I'm synthesizing is they they have done a really great job of taking the spirit of exploring national parks and and spending that peaceful time there but doing it so with purpose and intent through both of these games in similar ways in which they are still standalone um which is really cool um and really kudos to Henry Audubon and Keymaster Games for really doing a knockout job with this you know there is one final thing that i really think i i love here is so parks is a relatively small box. It's not a, a super large box. Yeah. It's not a very heavy game. But one thing you learn as a backpacker, um, as a camper, is you always want to travel as light as humanly possible. Uh, and so I love this idea of distilling this game that... I think is so cool and so fun to be able to play, um, you know, out at the national parks, uh, down to something that you really could flip into a backpack, um, on a, on a shorter camping trip and be able to bring with you and play at the campsite at the end of a, a nice long day to unwind. So I love the idea of putting it into a smaller box, something that's easier to travel with. Mm-hmm. Um, because I've thought about bringing a copy of, and I, I do have, there are games that I bring with us on camping trips. I, I will bring, we, we talked about button shy games in the past, the, um, little like you know one small deck card games i bring a lot of a couple of those with me when we go camping and so this is i think trails might be something i need to pick up just to kind of have an extra game to throw in the bag uh for a nice little weekend camping trip yeah and uh you're really right on that josh of like how can you um travel with this and i think it would be really good for travel um and there of course in both of these games of course going to be more for you to be able to explore so we're not really talking about everything that these games offer um but just really want to really put it out there of kind of the spirit of it and what's going on because we both saw some really cool things going on so i want to just kind of run through the summary for you and then kind of give my final thoughts um So in parks, and these are in no particular order, by the way, um, you move as far as you want. Uh, In trails, you move one to two spaces, um, but you can drink that water in your canteen um, and you can refill it every time you go to the trailhead. In parks, you got two hikers running the trail. And then in trails, you've got one. Um, 
in parks, you add new tiles and things. Um, but in trails, you don't add new, but it, it turns to nighttime as you're walking back. Um, there is no um, sharing of spaces with an exception in parks. But you can share spaces, by the way, in trails um, because you're both walking in the same par- uh, same trail. It's like you're just walking next to each other. Um, in parks, there are screen printed meeples. Um, so it's got like an out silhouette within a screen print. In trails, it's a custom hiker meeple. Um, again, one per person. Um, Parks has tokens in the shape of the resources and trails is square resources, just cubes. Um, in parks, you're collecting parks. You're doing the set, like the resource collection to cash in for parks. And then in trails, you're collecting the resources to cash in for badges. And then in those resources in parks are sun, water, leaf, and mountain. Um, but you said it was tree, sorry. Um, and then in trails, it was acorns, rocks, and leaves. Um, parks... Uh, you've got animals um, in trails. There's no wild resource. It just kind of is. Now there's an action space where you can cash in and exchange, but that's different. What's interesting is on BGG, uh, Parks has a 7.9 rating. Trails, which is newer, so it doesn't have, an, have as many ratings yet. It has an 8.0 out of 10. Um, the weight of the games in BGG, uh, it's a... Parks is a 2.17, and in trails, it's a 2, so it is a little lighter, according to BGG. Uh, Medium-sized box or small-sized box, 1 to 5 players on parks, and 2 to 4 players on trails. And in parks, they're actually named parks, but in trails, there are no named parks. Um, and then some of the other stuff we discussed. But I just thought it'd be kind of cool to just share that little compare-contrast for you if you're looking at these. My thing is, if you like the art, I'd recommend you play the game Um, because the art to me gives the feeling of what it's trying to evoke. Um, Peaceful exploration. Um, That's how I look at it. And if you've gone to national parks, if you've gone to parks and you enjoy that, you probably want to check this out because it might give you some nostalgia. Now, if you've played parks and you like it, you're probably going to like trails. (laughs) If you get to play trails and you like it, you're probably going to like and want to get a hold of parks um i think there's absolutely room in a collection to have both because they do different things but the spirit is the same so if you're liking the spirit of the game that you're getting to play i think you're going to have fun with either one of them based on the conversation josh um any kind of like last uh, thoughts there as i just juxtaposed all the things josh no i think you did a great job there summarizing bruce you know i i will i will agree with you here uh that yeah, you know, I haven't played Trails. Um, I know you said you haven't played Parks. Just hearing you talk about it, um, I'm definitely going to be going and, and picking up a copy <laughs> of Trails. Um, you know, I, I and that's not to say that I won't have and keep my copy of Parks. Uh, I, I do think they will serve different um, purposes for me. And yeah, I, I do think it's worth having both in your collection, but if you're not the type of person who is a collector or is someone who's, um, you know, looking for everything, I don't think you could go wrong with either of these games. I think both are, uh, would be an excellent addition to your collection. And it's just a question of, do you want something slightly, very, very slightly heavier? Um, or do you want something that's a, a little bit more, um, 
small and easy to to carry around with you. Yeah. Um, I actually have a question so. for you, Josh. Something we didn't talk about. Yeah. What's the play time mm-hmm. on two players for you for parks? Ish. Uh, <laughs> so the time I played with two players, it was actually my my wife's friend was playing with me. It was she had never played a board game before. Ooh. This was her first time playing a, I, I guess, you know, a hobby board game, not Monopoly or, sure. or something like that. And, and so it, it was a little bit, you know, more challenging and teaching her some of the rules, but I think we still played in about 35 to 40 minutes. Um, I think you could really, if you have gamers, you could probably get through a game of, of parks and, and in a half hour for two players. Okay. Easy. And honestly, for me, um, so teaching, and that was kind of going through the rule book, watching the Watch a Played video, and playing Trails, we played in an hour, um, which was awesome. And so slightly longer playtime on mm-hmm. Parks than Trails. And I just wanted to make sure to capture that before you finished your wrap-up there. So any other final thoughts, Josh? You know, Bruce, I did have one final question for you, actually. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, and that was... You know, without those park cards, um, you know, how much arc did you feel you got out of this game? You know, obviously the components you we, we talked about being, you know, nice and, and yeah. you know, conducive to the box. But did you feel like you really got a full appreciation for this, quite frankly, stunning art series mm-hmm. um, that the game incorporates? Yeah, so if you were to... It's a great question, because obviously there's less assets in this game, period, because it's a much smaller box. Mm-hmm. Um, that being said, the park art, like some of the more nostalgic parks, that is the nighttime daytime um, mm-hmm. of the tile. So it's kind of a sliver, vertical sliver of mm-hmm. those cards, those tarot size cards and parks. And then for the um, pictures, it's really as if you were to have one of the pictures of from parks of the national park and you were to take your hands and like just make a little rectangle of part of it and so it was like you were actually taking a snapshot at the park so i'd say you still get a lot of art and it still cultivates all the things because they have art from all different types of um, being by the beach being in like an everglade being in the desert being in a forest all of it was there as you're going through those picture deck So with that, um, we're going to bring this episode to a close. And we hope that this has been inspiring in in one way or another to kind of, oh, I have these two games. I don't know the difference. Is one an expansion? No, it's not an expansion. It's in the spirit of the game, which is much smaller. Um, And that that helps you in your purchasing or your playing choices for your next game day. Um, But if you wouldn't, wouldn't mind, like, please go on and share this episode with others. So that way it can help spread the word. Um, but then also, if you want to learn more about us, go on over to BoardGameImpact.com. Hop on over on the Facebook, just at BoardGameImpact or Instagram, where you can interact with us and talk about all the things. Um, but until next episode, go make your positive impact on the world. <laughs>